Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, why is it so important to listen to Gun For Hire Radio? Why is it so important to read Crime Proof? This comes in from a caller, Albert Mezel. Last week's active shooter show and this week's subway shooter are synonymous. Nearly everyone exiting the subway car was looking backwards as they tried to move forward. One video captured a guy in the train car and still had his cup of coffee in his hand. People begging to be victims. WTF. Albert, I saw the same videos. Everybody was constantly looking back once the uh, the uh, subway doors opened, and that one gentleman was holding that cup of coffee the entire time. Yeah, Sandy and I we talk about normalcy bias normalcy all the bias, time, right? And this is what happens. You have to break from that to be a protector for you and your family. It was interesting. The subway cameras are not working, but I guarantee you the red light cameras never stop working in New York. <laughs> yeah, that's for damn sure. Or anywhere else in the United States. <laughs> yeah. But cameras my ass. Another guy on the FBI watch list spewing hate speech all over the social media platforms, but still allowed to spew it on all of the social media platforms. Because he is a left-wing terrorist. The ATF, uh, the ATF, the FBI interviewed him in 2019. They took a break from uh, interviewing and investigating all of us law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. Uh, and, you know, uh, for those conspiracies and who they were sleeping with or whatever, to interview him once. Didn't take any action on the guy. Still had his guns, et cetera, et cetera. And a really failed attempt. And I'm going to say a failed attempt because he could have killed a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And and lucky for us, his 9mm Glock jammed. Lucky for us, he threw two smoke bombs and the, the train cars, the subway cars stopped and people were able to get out. If you don't think you need to take a first aid class or a tourniquet slash stop the bleed class, well... Yeah. There's a good argument for you all right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we teach that. I'm not pushing that. I don't even have any classes on the schedule right now. Go out and buy yourself a nice little emergency uh, tourniquet kit. You know, Rob Pincus carries one on his ankle. Oh, really? He carries a stop-the-bleed kit and tourniquet on his ankle. travels all over the world with it. He'll post on Instagrams and stuff about how when he gets stopped, like by TSA and different countries in the U.S., they're all wondering, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, of course, after this tragedy happens, of course, the governor of New York and the um, the mayor of New York call for more gun control. Of course they do. Yeah, absolutely. M meanwhile, r right after all of these people were shot that night, four more people were shot to death in New York in separate shootings in the Bronx and Brooklyn. And nobody cares about them, Sandy. No, no, nobody, nobody cares. cares about them. And meanwhile, the FBI right. is still out there uh, looks hunting down white supremacists and can't find any. Well, that's our biggest threat right oh, now absolutely, is white supremacy. Sure. Well, that's probably why we turned our, our, uh, um, uh, our eyes off of the uh, left-wing terrorist, because he's not right-wing. 
So all of these young people, whether it's it's bad guy on bad guy, innocent bystanders, a lot of young people are getting shot and everything. It's it's the same. Nobody really cares about that. We get a high profile shooting like this on a subway and the world stops and we go after that person and we ask for more gun control. Maybe just maybe somebody outside of their own echo chamber would say, maybe we're not addressing criminals properly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know they're maybe. they're demanding. The prosecutor is demanding bail for this gentleman that shot all these people in the subway because under the bail reform in New York, he could actually get let out. He ain't no gentleman. Okay, so could you imagine that, Sandy? He could actually get out. Of course he could. Of course he could. It's just ridiculous. That you know the world is upside down at this point. I I don't. I just it just angers me so much. I can't even comment the world is upside down the world is backwards and upside down it is it is textbook it is textbook uh 1984 we can't we, we can't continue uh on this path we it's, just can't and it's going to get it. worse i mean do you realize what's going to happen when the shit really hits the fan here they're talking about it and you know the biden administration talks about the u.s inflation rate they're admitting <laughs> to 8.5 percent well, which means it's about 11 or 12 well it's actually 17.5 oh, according 17. to shadow 5. stats yeah 17.5 and that's nothing because right now um the indicator for you know when they when they um when the production stuff goes into um what do they call it a ppi uh indicator which is uh all the stuff the pre-production um you know when uh, wholesalers have to what the wholesale inflation wholesalers and suppliers are paying their rate right now is at its highest in recorded history at 11.2%. So that means add another, that's the stuff that's still in the grapevine that um, isn't, hasn't hit the consumer price index yet. So add another 11.2% on top of that. And that's what we're looking at. But we just brought, you know, we brought uh, ethanol back, right? Yeah, which is great because we're going uh, – this is what makes – we're the only country in the world that burns food. Uh, Wait, but ethanol creates smog and pollution Much more problems. smog, yeah. And the Biden administration is asking the EPA to look the other way. While, and there's only 2,300 gas stations in the U.S. in the Midwest that have ethanol, by the way. But yet we can't drill anywhere on U.S. property because of environmental concerns. Right. No, but we can burn our food in order to uh, make uh, fuel that is less efficient than fossil fuel. Yeah, that's, yes. that, that makes a whole lot of sense. But it makes us feel good. Yeah, well, that's because the greening of America was started by Russia. The whole propaganda campaign is come to roost. Uh, of course, we talked about this, what, for the past two weeks? This is exactly what Russia wants. They want all these greeny idiots to go out and talk about global warming. Global, glue, I can't even say it. Global warming. Global warming. When, uh, yeah, uh, talk to the folks in Nebraska about global warming. <laughs> what was it, 48 inches of snow in one night? Hey, let's have some fun right now. Let's talk a little bit about the left going apoplectic. Elon Musk, 
<laughs> he made a move to buy Twitter. He said, I don't want a board seat. He made a $54 a share offer to the board right now. The lefties are going crazy. They're going to be jumping off the building because they had, they do not want him to bring free speech to the public square, a.k.a. Twitter. Well, both Google and Apple are taking a Twitter app off of their platforms. Did you Did you hear that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> this and, this is is, from, and this is the, the, Elon Musk is not a conservative. No. Uh, and, and he, and he was the darling of the left not long ago with his, uh, you know, with his electric cars. You know, he's having fun with this, right? Of course he is. So I love Glenn Greenwald, who writes for Substack, who I really like, and he's a he's a gay liberal, by the way. Uh, and him and his husband and two adopted kids live somewhere in South America. He's a U.S. citizen born here. He wrote the problem. The primary problem is not that tech monopolies have become hives of censorship and speech controls. It's more pernicious and aggressive. They are now key weapons in maintaining closed propaganda systems always aligned with the U.S. security state. Mm -hmm. How's that, Sandy? Yep. Absolutely right. And he wrote, Absolutely if, nailed it. he wrote, if Musk restored what was heralded as the potential of not only of Twitter, but the Internet generally, liberating people from centralized state and corporate control and fostering free discourse, I, it'd be one of the most valuable developments in years. Yeah. And he wrote a big if, you yeah, know. Right. Right. But meanwhile, the the neocons, this guy, Max Boot, I am frightened by the impact on society and politics of Elon Musk acquires Twitter. He right. seems to believe that on social media, anything goes for democracy to survive. We need moderation content. Oh, my God. Are right. you serious? Right. Let me tell you what to think. Let me. It's curated. I love this. It, it's such a, a, a banal uh, phrase. Curated content, meaning I'm going to show you the shit I want you to see and nothing else. So here's what Nate Silver says in response to Max Boot. So the pillars of U.S. democracy, free and fair elections, separation of powers, equal rights for all citizens, and content moderation on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know what what it is is Sandy these these socialists they view censorship as a noble instrument Sandy oh absolutely they view it as something that's successful and we need more of it the mainstream media comes out and says it daily well it's you know it is the egalitarian mindset and you know I came up under that and I can tell you you just you know as a kid you don't understand that right i mean you, you're you're wide-eyed bushy-tailed gonna save the friggin' world um and you believe your professors and you believe your the people that you respect and those people basically who are in power and i'm talking about a different system um they are in power uh would always say uh ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen uh, lie, lie big and lie often because the public are a bunch of buffoons. And we used to censor 99% of uh, what went out, and it's still happening to a great deal, to the point now during our past two-year period, um, you haven't heard the truth about anything. It has all been fabricated crap. Bits and pieces of what we want you to know. 
And 100%. Uh, you know, unfortunately, look, I'm not standing up for the public at large because they are idiots. You, you know that as well as I do. They are imbeciles. But they can still put their shoes on and they can still make it to work and they can still raise families and they can still decipher what is right and wrong. Yes. Yes. You know, meanwhile, while New York is continuing <laughs> to lock down, the lieutenant governor in New York under Kathy Hochschul was arrested for campaign finance reform. <laughs> he was stole money, campaign donation scheme, and he faces no. bribery, wire, char- wire fraud charges, and falsification of records. The FBI picked him up, and he resigned the same day. Because, you know, if you live in New York and New Jersey or California, if you're not grifting and shaking people down and moving money around, then you're not doing anything right. Nancy Pelosi, it starts with the top down. Sure. Right? Oh, look at our own pumpkin-headed individual. Oh, my God. What, the big guy? No, the other... No, No, our own homegrown pumpkin head. Who, uh, Murphy? No, we're not going to say, but... Oh, Oh, yeah, okay. You know who I'm talking about. So so listen to this, Lolita one. Oh, yeah. Uh, New York... Uh, California and New Jersey failed in handling COVID, and Florida was amongst the best. Believe it or not, they rated all 50 states on how many people died, businesses, economical, and everything. This study was done, all right? Um, and only one state got an F minus, and that was New Jersey. Uh, yeah. And then a bunch of states got an F. And then a bunch of states got a D. New York got a, a, an F, by the way. But New Jersey was the only one that got an F minus. And, of course, if you interview Phil Murphy, I, 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 we're worrying about sexualizing kids right now. We're, we're, we're handling rumors right now. We can't, we can't deal with you. <laughs> we, and if you we think wanna, it, We want to make it mandatory so the children can get um, hormone injections that will by stop. By fifth grade. Yes, by fifth grade. And uh, if you look at the own FDA's website, you'll see that the drugs that they use to postpone or alter uh, adolescence are partially, I'm quoting them, partially uh, reversible. So Partially. partially. So uh, you can create all kinds of damage, but no one really cares because it's the politically correct thing to do. It's just horrible. It's just unbelievable. When you, you know, when you stop and think of the, the, the things, and again, pushed for by who? Big Pharma. And we can say that because this is probably the only show that you're going to listen to that isn't sponsored by Big Pharma. Yes. Uh, you know, with COVID right now, uh, with Biden's new policy, by the way, masks are staying on for another two weeks with the uh, plane travel and stuff. But if you're an illegal immigrant, you don't need a mask. You can come into this country and roam free. You don't need papers. You don't need a mask. You get a government cell phone and you're free. If you're a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen who is the third tier, uh, then you have to shut up and wear your mask. So I have a, a tip here I got from someone anonymously. And if anybody has any more info on this, I'd love to hear it from you. He goes, hi, Aunt. I listened to your show last week, number 568, when you were talking about the janitor identity in New Jersey schools starting September. Sandy mentioned something about identifying as an animal. I'm not making this up. Literally listened to the show Monday morning on my way to work. And when I got home that night, my wife told me a story. A friend of a staff member at a Bergen County high school, there was a student who openly identifies as a cat. 
They have to provide the student with a fresh litter box every day. Come on, wait a minute. This, and, is this yes. from The Onion? No, 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 it's true. And when said cat finishes their business, I wish I was making this up. Please share this on your show if you would like, but I chose to remain anonymous. Thank you both for the great work. Uh, yeah, I heard a rumor about this. This is the first time I got an email confirmation of something like this. Is, is this for so, real? Yeah, do we yeah. Know? Can so we, can, we, can, we, can we validate this somehow? I'm waiting for more information. So here's another one. You know, with this whole gender thing, so we have an all-female prison in New Jersey. Yeah. And we have 27 transgender prisoners in there who are male that identify as female. And what did we get out of that? We have two Pregnancies. female <laughs> inmates that are pregnant. Yeah, of course you have. <laughs> and guess who's going to be paying for them? <laughs> Not you and I. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taxpayer dollars. So you put men and women, biological men and biological women, in a prison together, sharing bunks yeah. or whatever That's together. That's a good idea. Uh, well, it cuts down on conjugal visits, which is good. You know, I mean, you, you don't have to pay for the conjugal visits, but... Yeah. It's it is it is truly disgusting. This is all we care about is this virtue signaling from the left. A, a small minority of people in this country, less than one percent, are allowing this to happen. Yeah. Sexualizing kids. You're all groomers, okay? Would anybody here listening? Would you talk to your best friend's five year old kid about sex and sexual positions and sexual preferences and stuff? Right. Would you? Yeah, if, ask yourself. If the answer is yes, you're a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Something, okay? Something seriously wrong. So, but teachers, because they're trying to just justify their own inadequacies and mental illness, feel that they have to get five-year-old kids to validify their life. And I don't care. I don't care if you want that septum nose ring and 12-color hair Fine. and tattoos yeah. and the crazy eyes and you want to date a guy, a, go a girl, a pocket pony, whatever it is you want. I don't care. But you should not be talking to people's children about this. Yeah. Wait Unless until, it's in bi you know, it, biology class. Yeah. 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 And then and then bring it up if it's actual science, but there really is no actual science behind any of this. So, you know, because there was no, unless I slept through that week. Um, but the, the issue is, we're, we're allowing children to decide their gender in grammar school, in, in kindergarten. Um, and, and yet, we are not allowed to drink or vote until we are 18 or 21 years old. For, for what reason would that be? Sandy, this is all all about getting validity because they can't yeah. get validity from adults. Right. No. So they want validity from five-year-old kids, and they're grooming kids because now if you get a kid that's confused about their sexuality, maybe you could have a little foray with them or something. And I'm not bragging and exaggerating this shit here. This is the truth. This is what's going to happen with yeah. this stuff. Right. It's going to blow up in our face. And how many kids are going to have additional mental problems right. after the lockdowns and after this yeah. where they get this shoved down their throat? I think the best thing that happened with kids, in a sense, was the lockdowns because they were able to be uh, educated outside of the school without the influence. You know what? There should be a camera in every classroom, and every parent Damn should right. have access to it. Absolutely. Imagine when we were kids, if your father saw you. Ooh. What were you doing to Justin? Your hair twice. <laughs> you stupid bastard. Pay attention. How many times did you go to the bathroom? Your mother told me you went to the bathroom three times. You pee at home. We send you to school to learn. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs>
Yeah, Who was that kid you were talking to to your left? He's a loser. <laughs> Stay away from him. I know his father. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, you're absolutely oh my, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you, could you imagine sitting in a classroom all day knowing there's a camera behind here that your oh, mother no. or father or other responsible adult could be watching? Oh, yeah. I know. We never, you, or, uh, you and I never would have made it to adulthood. I'll tell you that. No. No, 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 no. I would have been dead. Absolutely. Absolutely. I told you I had a, um, I had a pen that you pressed the button and it shocks you and the nun took it from me and says if you want it back I need a note from home I'm like well that's gone <laughs> it's yours the same thing happened to me I'm go- well I'm gonna go tell my father I get my ass kicked for bringing it to school and he write no note I had a pen with a knife in it oh you know, shit remember those long like it was like a I don't know it was like a pen knife it was just yeah, yeah, pen. Yeah. you, you I, flipped I, it inside I, I, out and I know. like a blade came out yeah and I was in I don't know I couldn't have been. Ooh, maybe third grade, <laughs> and I brought it in uh. for show and tell. <laughs> and then I was oh, pissed when the teacher took it away. Yeah, yeah, never saw it again, right? No, never saw it. Uh, yeah, that's, I that's still life. miss that thing, though. So a top Murphy spokesman, Mahen Gunarata, uh, Murphy's communication director, left to become chief of public affairs for Bloomberg's Every Town for Gun Safety. There you Who go. says they all don't play nice together? Exactly right. It's all inbred, all of the lefties and the gun grabbers. And, you know, Mayor Adams and Hochschul and oh, um, what's his name, um, Oatmeal Brains, they all came out and said we need more gun control. And Biden came out with the lies again that, you know, you can't sue the gun manufacturers. <laughs> and you got to have a goat gun. And he kept calling them the AFT again. <laughs> he says you couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment passed. Lie, you could buy a cannon when the Second Amendment passed. That's right. He wrote gun. He said gun manufacturers have more immunity. Again, another lie. And he said I got it done once. I'm going to ban assault weapons in high capacity magazines. Uh, yeah. And what happened was that was allowed to expire and sunset because there was no data linking a reduction in crime in the assault weapons ban. All right. So you're a damn liar. He's a damn liar. And now they're going after uh, 3D printed guns, ghost guns. And again, how well, I can't take a law like that sincere unless they start putting real criminals behind bars. Right, exactly. Okay, a hobbyist building a gun with no criminal intent, I cannot take serious as paying the price. Again, it's the, it's the, the left's go-to for everything. The left's go-to for everything is we need more gun control. It doesn't work. You know what? If more gun control worked, Sandy, if there was statistics showing it, I might be apt to be objective and, and look at it. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Sure. But it it doesn't work. Look, right. if there was a certain type or gun or certain thing or a certain thing we can do, I'd say, all right, let's objectively look at it. We know it doesn't work. They know it doesn't work. They just continue to spread misinformation. Formation and it's everybody. The new AFT director nominee, this guy, this guy called for banning assault weapons. Uh, this was uh, from David Harciani um, reported that uh, this guy is what's this guy's name? Dettelbach. Okay, uh, we need to acknowledge Donald. He, so he, of course, he's an anti-Trumper, whatever, of whatever. Course, but yeah. he's all for universal background checks, banning semi-automatic rifles and ghost guns which is also the newest uh, uh, obsession with the anti-gun crowd. So who knows if it'll be confirmed or not, because if they can push it off until November, it might be one thing that the Republicans might do when they take control of the House <laughs> and Senate again. Don't hold your although breath. Although I don't think they're going to do shit. Yeah, uh, don't hold your breath. All right, so 
Joy Behar from The View. Mm-hmm. Remember her? Oh, yeah, ba- vaguely. Yeah. So this is a woman who has no idea about the, th- the three uh, branches of government, which we b- just barely have. But So they have millions of, of people that watch this sound chamber stuff, right? So my mother watches The View. She's 80 years old. Give her a break, right? right. She called me up. She goes, Joy Behar said something. I, I don't think it was right, so I researched it. This is Joy Behar. This is the, the transcript. The Supreme Court is poised to pass a bill. So now the Supreme Court passes bills. <laughs> So the Supreme Court is poised to pass a bill contradicting the New York City and state laws. We have a very strict gun laws here, and they would like it to be, apparently, someone has put this on their desk, that New York should be an open carry state and then open carry city with all of the density in this city. They want people running around with guns. Middle class people will be leaving in droves if that happens. So someone put this on the Supreme Court's desk and they're poised to pass a bill contradicting New York City and state laws. What an idiot. Oh and it's not God. open carry anyway. This is as if you give a right right to self defense, the right to second amendment carries out. So this is a shame that they don't even wanna learn what what's going on no, here all right no. we all know there's only seven states left that don't allow carry outside and new york being one of them so i don't think middle class people are going to be leaving i think criminals are going to be leaving okay and what some of the things that joy Behar doesn't know the supreme court rules on litigation it doesn't rule or pass legislation this case <laughs> took five years going through the lower courts to get where it is at the cost of millions of dollars of volunteers' donations from the NRA and other 2A groups. It wasn't put on their desk by somebody. It was filed Didn't by the New York State Rifle and there, Pistol Association. No one there contradicted her? Of course not. Because they're all as stupid as she is. Again, back to my opening comment. The Correct. public at large are imbeciles. Correct. So we already have, so you guys know, we have 25 states that now have constitutional carry. We have 17 states that are shell issue. There are eight states left that have may issue. New York is one of them. Okay. New Jersey and, oh, wait, is one and of them. Then she also, she falsely claimed that President George W. Bush signed legislation that lifted the ban on AR-15s when in reality the bill expired, it sunset it, because there was no statistical difference in increase of crime. So she even said that. Right. The, and then when they came back from break, somebody talked to her and she said, I want to correct one small thing I said. I announced that when, they, when she came back from commercial and it was noted that the assault weapons ban was allowed to expire. That's the only thing she corrected. Everything else was straight up lies. Somebody put a bill on the Supreme Court's desk and they're getting ready to pass legislation. This is a 79 or 80 year old idiot. Okay. She's up there at a desk spewing shit every day. And I want you want to know something, Sandy? She's not stupid. She knows. She knows the the balance of powers in three you know what, it, it doesn't really no it, she probably doesn't add, and, and and it doesn't matter because these people be, again the, the producers it's not just this imbecile it's her producers it's the show producer it's the on air producer it's the content producer every single one of them are as stupid as she is but they're going to comment on shit they don't even understand or know about and don't care to learn about. 
And it's not mm. it's not just guns. It 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 happens. Believe me, I I face this crap every day. So so California, which is turning into a third world country, right? Or if it hasn't already, United States Postal Service stops deliveries to California neighborhood after repeated <laughs> attacks on mail carriers. And we're we're talking about Santa Monica, Sandy. Oh my God! Okay. Santa Monica, the, the mail carriers are being mugged and beat up, and all the mail is being stolen. So now if you live in Santa Monica and you pay absorbent amount of taxes, $7 a, a gallon for gasoline, you have to get to go to the post office to pick up the mail. They're not even mailing you a, a, a reminder because nobody will go deliver the reminder. <laughs> So the mail carriers aren't going to deliver there. This is third world country now where mail stops every day. Pretty much. So, yeah. so what is California working on? Because Gavin Newsom is constantly attacking Florida and other red states that, that stayed open during COVID and didn't have all the deaths and stuff. But right. he got to eat at the French Laundry with his hair gel. Because California is doing so well, a California bill will shorten the standard U.S. work week from 40 hours to 32 hours. This will affect 2,600 com companies in California, or roughly one-fifth of those working for the state's employers that would be affected. Proposal is part of a broader focus on work-life balance. Gig workers would be excluded from overtime pay requirements. Four-day work weeks have been trialed in other countries, and the results have been encouraging. In Iceland, the trial was so successful that eight in ten employees have moved to working four days a week. You would not be allowed, if you're an employer, you cannot cut your employee's pay. They're going to get the same pay. So everybody gets a 20% pay increase, Sandy. I you wonder like that? if the film industry is exempted from it. I'm sure. Any work carried out beyond a 32 work limit would run into overtime and be paid a time and a half, while those working more than 12 hours a day for more than seven days a week would be paid double their normal wage. So this is a real bill. It's Bill AB2932. You can't get any more socialist or progressive, okay? As part of the bill, employers would be forbidden from reducing the workers' current salaries simply because they are working less. One of the lawmakers who introduced this bill, Christina Garcia, who has never worked a day in her life, is pushing <laughs> this work-life balance thing. Okay? Yeah. All right? Exactly. She thinks this will help with the labor shortage. It will because all 2,600 companies are going to move out of California that can. Right. Yeah. Anybody okay. who can move out will move out. Yeah. Uh, it, you Wouldn't know, just you? like. Uh, I correct. would pick up tomorrow and go. Correct. And, you know, so this is. So we're not even at the top of the list. Mexico average annual hours is that people work is 2,200. Korea, 1,900. Russia, 18. United States is 1,767. Okay. Uh, mostly all the socialist countries like UK, Denmark, Germany, Sweden, France, they're all under 50, European Union average, they're all under 1500 hours because they get subsidized by the government. So I guess that's where California is going to be, I guess, heading, right? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's like pretty Sweden. In pretty interesting, right? I, I have a friend who, uh, when he came out of the army, he married a Swedish girl that, that he met um, at um, in Stuttgart, Germany. And um, <clears throat> he moved to Sweden for a period of time, and he went down to the employment office, you know, as soon as he got there. And uh, he said everybody there was just sitting around waiting for work. They were going to get paid. You got paid no matter what you did. Um, he said – and he got a job delivering papers. 
Um, and they paid him an ungodly amount of money to deliver these papers. <laughs> he said, and all he had was a bicycle. And he would go and deliver these papers. And everybody would say to him, you actually delivered the papers? <laughs> you don't have to deliver. Just throw them in the garbage can. You'll still get paid anyway. Isn't and that something? That was, you know, 30 years ago. <laughs> I delivered 125 Daily Sunday newspapers. Yeah. The Star-Ledger in a, in a, uh, a stolen shopping carriage. Rain, nice. sleet, or snow. Five o'clock nice. in the morning. Bef- then come home, take a shower, eat a bowl of cereal, and go to work. Yep. Go to school, excuse yep. me. And then I got out of work at uh, out of school two thirty three o'clock, and I worked in a deli from three to nine, six days a week. Um, I had a um, my my dad made it for me just before he passed away. Um, was a golf cart with a, cl- a with a like a fifty gallon chlorine uh, bucket um, attached to it to carry my papers and they had to drop them off on different corners and I did most of the apartments every single same thing every single morning before I went to went to, before I went to school yeah hmm. you don't have that anymore do you no 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 no, no. The, it's so, called work uh, ethic yeah correct by the way the booster seat bitch Mark Zuckerberg his uh, covert uh, organization that used 500 million dollars to buy elections in uh, contested areas all through the country uh, for the presidential election because they're under lawsuits and criminal investigation everywhere they're not going to be making any donations this November so the Democrats must be really really scared at this point too again everybody's like excited because it's going to be a a proposed bloodbath red wave just remember Remember, the Republicans will squander it. They suck. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, when uh, the new Supreme Court justice went in, Kamala Harris uh, tested positive for COVID, and she broke all of her uh, the COVID protocols and rules and everything like that. And uh, Jen Psaki, uh, you know, Peppermint Patty, when she was being grilled on the podium at the White House press conference, she said Harris wasn't wearing a mask indoors because it was an emotional day and it was an historic day. So, as we the third tier, how do you feel about this? As as someone who's in the third tier, how do as, how do all my listeners feel about this? That you know, she wasn't wearing a mask yesterday because it was an important day and it was an historic day. But they were confirming the first black woman to the Supreme Court, so so they could pretty much do whatever they want. Is that how I interpret this? And and how would you how would the listeners feel if uh, they actually came out and said? the truth she wasn't wearing a mask because it does not help we're not allowed to say that right racist yeah if they were to come out and say the truth i wonder how everyone would feel you're not gonna that's not gonna happen no i know well it will eventually happen somewhere down the line we'll be able to look back uh, and say gee just like in the 1918 pandemic uh, that we've known for over a hundred years, uh, you know, we'll be able to look back and say, "This is the day that science died." It was an important day, Sandy. It was an important, very important okay. day. Now, can I? Now, if I was flying, could I say it was an important day? Yeah, sure. And it's very emotional for you. Well, will that? Will, 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 oh yeah, they let you right out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could do that. I could get away with that. You think? Absolutely. It was an important day, it was an important and it was day. And 
You were just, you were emotionally, you were overtaken by emotion. It was an important day for you. You were, you were on your way to a happy place. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the ship bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high and the Shipbaggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the Shipbaggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The Shipbaggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The Shitbaggerator is available only at Gun For Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Okay, I lost my train of thought a minute right now. Let's go into this. I got some good letters and stuff, too. But housekeeping first. Housekeeping first. Marty for V-Burger sent me a bunch of letters. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Marty's V-Burger.com. You can pick up on uh, Fridays at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park. Don't forget that. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino is available here and on Amazon, and he's also writing uh, The Pen Patriot, which he's developing his own brand. Gave me a huge lecture about it last week, the douche, I mean the nice guy. The Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Gun Lawyer, Evan Knappen. Don't forget the quarantine crawl. People are asking me for stuff. I send them that link. They come back. Thank you. The doctor was great. The baker was great. This was great. Keep it up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my doctor, optimal health wellness, NJ.com. I had a situation this week. 
I took a picture of my Apple Watch. I sent it to my doctor. He advised me. We went through the entire process. It is very nice to have concierge medicine and be available 24-7. So I just want to thank Dr. Joe Sambatero. I'd also like to thank uh, Dr. Uh, Sandy Berardi as well, the two of them, for uh, helping me out and advising me. My buddy Tony Gallo was here last week, and I missed him uh, from Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L-A-K-E-I-S.org. Give him a shout-out. Donate. Join a match. Join the club. Get down there. They're in Carteret. Gun store is almost open, ladies and gentlemen. A couple more fixtures to come in. Then we're going to start filling up with guns, ammo, and accessories. So keep your eyes uh, peeled for that. I see it already. He's been there. After the gun store is opened up and uh, running for a few months, then we're going to start upstairs. So uh, be prepared. Remember, our newest sponsor is Zen Float Center. 219 Park Avenue in Scotch Plains, zenfloatcenter.com. Ask for Sharon Decker. Sharon and Chris Decker are the best. You can go down there and get some relaxing stuff, which is I'm going to have to do that uh, pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I think what so. Do you think, yeah, Sandy? Yeah, I think you might. <laughs> Tony Simon was back at uh, Thursday. He was here with the second is for everyone diversity shoot. The next one, mark your calendar, is June 9th. He's got a ton of volunteers. We need more diversity and more people. So, have your people talk to your other people and get those people to come in and try shooting for the first time. June 9th is a Thursday. DiversityShoot.com. The second is for everyone. So Jules sent me an email. By the way, Sandy, Jules had a high blood pressure situation a few weeks ago, and he ended up in the hospital at 3 o'clock in the morning, uh. and they seem to have sorted it out. So uh, anyway. Uh, Godspeed, brother. He's okay now. So he wrote, Ant, some argue that the sex education guidelines being instituted in New Jersey is just a diversion to keep us focused on something other than the fact that our kids are receiving substandard education. (laughs) I agree. However, when there exists a Harvard Law School graduate, Kentanji Brown-Jackson, who cannot define a woman, of course, your youngins need sex education ASAP more than learning English and math, which might actually help them get a job and fend for themselves. Remember, Biden announced he would nominate a black woman to the United States uh, Supreme Court, which would bring us an interesting dichotomy. While the, while, while the smartest, let's just call her thing, to ever be dominated in the Supreme Court cannot define what a woman is, how could the dumbest man to occupy a seat in the United States Senate and now a staged old full office across the street from the White House know that KGB is a woman? It's true. If the Democrats can't define what a woman is, how is she the first black woman Supreme Court justice? That's very true. Yes. Good. I I never thought about that. Um, He wrote, if I had been asking questions during her confirmation hearing, one question would have been, are you qualified to meet Biden's standard of being a woman? The next would be was, how do you know if you qualify as a woman? Finally, I'm not a biologist, so do you mind if I call you it? Hmm. It, thing, what, whatever. I don't know what we're supposed to call people anymore. Listen, there's two genders. If you have, if you want to be something else, I, I have no problem with it. But we, we can't argue this forever, you know. Uh, so this is good. This is from Marty. A lot of stuff. Uh, uh, Marty. Oh, yeah, I'm getting my knee replaced in May. And uh, Marty is talking about how on the gun side we're always giving in and negotiating. Well, Marty, you know, like what, 10 round mag. Why don't we say, well, what about a 12 round mag? Here's the problem, Marty. When you have a super majority in the upper lower chambers in New York and New Jersey, there is no negotiating. Yeah, that's true. What are we, what are we negotiating right. with, Marty? We're not right. negotiating with anything. We do not have a position of power. 
you know. By the way, Marty, I don't know if you know, but Laszlo from Monster Coatings was in Chelsea, and him and his crew stopped at your place and wiped you guys out of food. <laughs> they didn't wipe you out of food, but Laszlo typed a, posted a good post with the vegan mac and cheese and everything, man. There is That's the best. And Marty's looking for vegan custard cups, like the Portuguese ones that my buddy dropped off for me here. I don't know if you're going to get those, but yeah, it's going to be do. hard. Yeah, if I'm you do, no whisper like Biden. Yeah, I know it's a little Marty, creepy. Stop it! Focused. It's creepy, creepy, creepy. All right, so Marty wrote this. Him and his wife came the other night, and then they were going out and drink tequila and eat Mexican food. Uh, <laughs> and he wanted to stay at a hotel afterwards. And he wrote, "So I, I just want to say that it always been so nice when I get some time to get to know the people at the range a bit." My birthday uh, one night vacation started at Gun for Hire, and I can't think of a better beginning. I was just I I just feel as though I am among friends no matter what we agree or disagree on politically. Thank you for the birthday target. So he wrote air tags versus a tile. Anecdotally, the air tag system seems to beat the tile on the you left your shit behind alert. I have both in my everyday carry bag and on my key ring. Lockers. What a great feeling of having my guns at gun for hire and not worrying about anything. Uh, not that I ever did. After we shot, we drove to El Toro Loco, which should be on the quarantine crawl. Find out if they're pro-gun. We had too much tequila and spent the night in the holiday and attached to the restaurant. Drove around Jersey the next day and before heading home, stopped at back to Gun for Hire to two minutes to grab my guns and legally drove back home. That's beautiful. He wrote, P.S. David Herrera is going to be running again. I sent you a link. I am planning on bringing him to the range after your surgery, so let's coordinate a good time. Uh, he is a shooter and maybe a vegan. Thanks, and all the best, Marty. Thank you. The lockers have been helping uh, a lot of people in situations like this. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Um, Bill Maher um, was on the Joe Rogan podcast or whatever. Uh, he says that uh, so, just some key notes. You know, George O had sent me this, too. Maher insists his politics haven't changed, but the American left has just left him behind because the left has gone loony. If the yep. conservative right had gone completely loony, I'd be the first to call them out. And I do call them out on certain things anyway. But he, his, he was the type of liberal where you and I could meet in the middle with, Sandy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the definition of a liberal. But now the people on the left are just crazy. You know, and now what happens is he's getting attacked by everybody because they're all trying to tell him, you know, that he's a he's a conservative now. So he's not worth talking to. But he's like, California tried to build a railroad. Makes sense. Cars are, you know, aren't aren't bad for the environment, blah, blah, blah. And when they finally pull the plug, it costs two hundred million dollars a mile to, <laughs> to build a railroad. And France, not unknown to have unions and workers rights, did for one seventh the cost their high speed train. Yeah. Okay. So he, he goes on and on that there's no common sense. Him and Joe Rogan went back and forth. And guess what? Joe Rogan is starting to follow Anthony Calandro, I think, because Joe Rogan just did an entire show about Nancy Pelosi and everybody else making untold millions of dollars with insider trading. Yeah. Didn't we talk about that like three weeks ago? We did. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. So my buddy, uh, let me see, my buddy Nick sends me this. Anthony, I'm sure you have seen this at the Newark Airport, but just in case, see below. The architect must have read your book. They have a strip mirror in front of the urinal so you can watch your back. Yes, the last time I flew Newark Airport, uh, Nick, I saw that. What they're doing is, Sandy, have you seen mirrors at the urinal? I have, yeah. Yeah, New York, uh, the, the uh, Newark uh, 
airport is doing it now, which is really, really good. So when you're standing, there's a strip mirror running the whole length of the urinal so you can see behind you because that's always my fear. I always end up peeing on a 30-degree angle. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I don't sure. want anybody to – listen. Because you're not putting your bag down. Yeah, and there's so many emotionally disturbed people. Someone will come oh, up yeah. behind you and push your head into the wall. Oh, absolutely. At sure. 50 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've watched videos of people being robbed at ATM machines where they're in front of the ATM machine and the door to their 3 o'clock position opens. Somebody walks in. They don't even look. Yeah, right. Their head is still in the screen of the ATM machine. Right. And the guy had a hatchet. That was the last one in New York. That was about a year ago. And he was chopping people up with a hatchet. Well... When I pee in a urinal, I got to be on an angle. I got to know what's going on. If the corner urinal is, is available, that's the one I go to. Yeah, absolutely. So I can watch. And that, that's in my book. And Nick M., I, I appreciate you uh, f- uh, for noticing that. And again, you know, we talk about the whole uh, subway learning thing and everything. And, you know, it's in my book. It's uh, on page 155. All the travel suggestions I talk about, and I talk about traveling by train or traveling by subway, you know, always try to sit in a tactical position. Like on the ends of the train. And this isn't always – you can't always do this, right? right? Right. But you try it, and it depends on – you know, I t- I'm talking from a, a 61-year-old man that can still stand for a short train ride. Other people are a little infirm. They have, they have to sit down. I don't know who would want to be in a train now. You know, there was no – there was no police presence in the trains because, A, the cops don't want to do the work anyway, right. which you don't blame them, right? No, because no, they'll no, only get in not. trouble if they harass somebody. Right. So, the, you know, the the, uh, the nuts are running the asylum. And, you know, Adams, he didn't even go out to the mass shooting or anything because he has COVID. He quarantined in his house for five days and he did all of his press conference and Q&As from his uh, condo or his townhouse because he didn't want to be a super spreader or something. But these people, are they're, they're crazy. They can't see the forest through the trees and they just repeat the same shit over and over again you watch now on subway platforms everybody stands all the way back against the wall sandy in a subway platform and when a train comes as soon as the doors open everybody runs in but nobody wants to be pushed in front of a train you can't people can't live in fear 24 7 new york has seen more people leave second to New Jersey, and then California being third. All of this is not working. And when Oatmeal comes out and he says all of these gaffes, the other day he said something about unions and prostitution or something, nobody knows what he's saying. Yeah, I know. He had a bird shit on him and an ethanol plant and everything, you know. Hopefully it was an American Eagle. Yeah, it would have uh, been great. Yeah, been you know, and, and, and all the corruption between him and his family and all, all these political dynasties are corrupt. I get it. And the next political dynasty that gets voted in will be corrupt. And everybody in the Assembly and the Senate, they will be corrupt as well. You know, it, it's just I don't know. When is the meltdown coming? When are we getting when are we getting to this point? Where we tear it down and start over again. Well, I think it's going to, you know, and again, I think that's what the World uh, Economic Forum is all about. And I I think it's headed our way. Uh, You know, I'm interested. Do you guys out there, are you interested in having us do a show on, um, you know, preparedness and that sort of thing for when the shit does hit the fan? Because it is going to. You know, we're dealing with a 17.5% inflation rate at the moment. And who knows where it's going to happen? It, you know, we we have to sort of learn to live how our grandparents and, and many of you listening, your great grandparents, um, used to live. I, I remember my grandparents used to save, used to cut paper plates in half. 
uh, and and they would save uh, aluminum foil and and and, and tin we, foil, tin, tin, tin foil at that time. Yeah, <laughs> and we all thought that they were bizarre, and and yeah. uh, yet they had been through it, and they used to say, "You just know, it, you literally when it does happen, it happens overnight, and it catches everybody by surprise." Um, I mean, just a few weeks ago in Germany, uh, if you went out and you shopped on a Sunday uh, and you bought your groceries at the at the uh, at the supermarket and let's just say you forgot something and ran back on a Monday morning, you really regretted it because virtually everything in the supermarket was 20 to 50 percent more money than it was the day before. In Peru, they're, they're having riots over food and gas, and they can't stop it. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows, but right now, uh, between Russia and Ukraine, do you know that we import most of our wheat in this country from Russia and the Ukraine? Did you know that? And and fertilizer. And yes, fertilizer. Yeah. And fertilizer. I mean, is, yes. isn't this incredibly sad it, it, right now, we're sing, singularly polarized. You imagine if we have if we go back to like a a, a a bipolar world, like we did, you know, with um, uh, the Cold War, where Russia and China separate on their side, and we lose Russia and China. Every one of our drug, we don't make anything here anymore. Every one of your prescription drugs, uh, India is now siding with Russia. So between China and Russia, uh, and that, and, and India, if India goes and Pakistan goes, all of the drugs that you use from aspirin to your very critical, uh, drugs are being produced outside of the country. Nothing's made here anymore. You know, we're already experiencing a shortage of vegetable oil and 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 meat and 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 wheat and dairy, and since Russia and Ukraine produce most of our wheat, you haven't even seen anything happen yet. No, no. So, so you know, that's when it's going to happen. But I don't know. Do, do, do you guys want to hear about it? Maybe we, maybe we can do a show or, or a segment on it. Yes, if you do, let us know. Let us Email. know. Email Anthony Gun for Hire. So, listen to this. Lou Moff sends me this. Uh, this is where we spend our money in New Jersey. And remember this guy's name? I talk about him all the time. Michael Anestis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we have solutions to questions we don't ask he talks about. So, while this is how we're going to fight crime. So, researchers at Rutgers, which is Michael and Anestis, Anestis with his wife, are teaming up with the Newark Violence Reduction Organization, <laughs> which is another organization that's taxpayer-funded, to study illicit gun ownership, an issue they say that could be crucial to improving public safety. So they're going to ask, why are people buying illegal firearms? I can answer that already, to commit crimes. Where did they get them? From illegal sources on the street. I can get that. And how much do they cost? Between 1000 and $3,000. And then who else has access to them? Whoever they leave them laying around with when they're not home or in the house. So we're going to spend millions of dollars of this. The New Jersey Gun Violence Center and the North Community Street Team partner on a research project. They will interview people for 90 minutes over the next few months to better understand who they are and why they're buying guns illegally. We don't want to make assumptions about their lived experiences. We want them to tell us what's happening. Why do you think there is a need to own a gun? 
The goal of all this is for us to essentially become better informed about this position of illicit firearms owners so that we can eventually inform policy decisions. Sandy, this, this, can, can you understand this? No, there's absolutely We're going to ask no criminals why they have guns illegally. Yeah, right. And they're going to answer, oh, of course, honestly, because that's what criminals do. Last year, 600 illegal firearms were confiscated in Newark, the highest since 2017. So far in 2022, police have seized 186 guns, a 48% increase compared to this time last year. Elizabeth Rubman, uh, Rube Goldberg, uh, NCST's policy director, said assumptions are made about why people own illegal guns. But she said people often acquire them because they have been victimized and can't get the help they need to feel safe or they can't legally buy a gun due to their criminal record. Hmm. Rubman said that <laughs> so the more they make it legal for them to buy a gun if they have a criminal record? Is that the solution? <laughs> I guess. Uh, Michael Anestis is the New Jersey Gun Violence Center's executive director. He said, while he said, while decades of research provided an understanding of who and why people buy guns illegally, illicit firearms ownership has not been examined as closely. So let's find another useless thing to study and get millions of dollars of grant money <laughs> and study it that will have no effect on lowering crime or stopping criminals from committing crime. But me and my wife, we get rich. Yeah, well, that's been the see. This there's nothing new here. This is exactly what goes on in every aspect, especially. It's it's amazing how much of this you'll find in healthcare and medicine, where useless studies are being done, mostly by government grants through government agencies, getting all this money that you're working so damn hard to uh, give to the government in the form of taxation. And they spend it on such wonderful things like making that top 1% of the tier very, very wealthy and their families. So, Sandy, guess how much they're going to pay these participants for asking uh, these questions? Okay, how much? $75. Come on. <laughs> <coughs> Meanwhile, all these directors, assistant directors, and associates. So, where directors, are they getting But where are they getting the people, though? Where's the pool coming I, from? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> were they just wandering the street? I'll give you 75 bucks if you tell me about and your illegal course, guns. And, of course, New Jersey Attorney General Matt Plankin said he's looking forward to the results of the report. Of course he is. Of course he is. Yes, 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 yes. So he wrote, some of it you, we may already know, he said, but putting it into a report that people can't ignore is a great way to spur action. Can you believe we're run by all of these idiots? No, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a great way. Some of this we may already know, but putting it into a report is very important. Wait, so there's more. Will Simpson, Director of Violence Reduction Initiatives at Equal Justice USA, wonder what his salary is. It's a national social justice organization, also said, understanding why someone feels the need to own an illegal gun will make the community reimagine its public safety strategy. Oh, great. Reimagine. Sandy, so this guy, Michael Anestis, and his wife got this idea, and now all of these national organizations are like, we have a new study platform, a new study direction where we can bilk more money because yeah. all of the old <laughs> matrices and models we've been using, it's all rehashed stuff. Now we can actually go out and ask the criminals why they own a gun, and people are going to want to know why. And the reports are going to come back and say, well, they want to own a gun illegally because they can't get one legally, and they're using it for illegal activity. There you go. Send me $10 million. I answered <laughs> your survey. <laughs>
So, Meanwhile, for every every hard-earned dollar you have in your bank account right now, 17 and a half cents has just disappeared. And, and here it is, Sandy. You. Yeah, that's right. Here it is. Wait. Yeah. After piloting the project in Newark, the New Jersey Gun Violence Center hopes to expand this across of the nation. in there, of course. Of course. And Mike and Simpson, Will Simpson said, how do we invest upstream to make environments exist in a way where people don't feel the need to carry a gun? Uh, Put criminals behind bars. And here's from Michael and Estes. If we don't understand the experience of communities that own firearms, that they acquire differently than we would expect. <laughs> differently. Yeah, then we expect. don't know where the firearms are, and we don't know how to help these folks in oh, this yeah. said. We yeah. can't have solutions to questions we don't ask. Uh-huh. So we're going to go ask MS-13 why they find the need to, to buy illegal guns. Okay, and that's going to teach us You're going to get long. shot in the face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Listen, they're paying Forgive, seventy-five dollars. The, <laughs> the word is going to spread like wildfire, oh, and yeah. people are going to and 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 say any a question. Any they're going to oh, answer yeah. anything they want. Absolutely, just to get the seventy-five dollars. I want because they're not going to come bucks. out with an illegal gun. They're going to say to these community leaders, "We need people who own guns illegally," and they're going to get people that aren't even gangbangers right. that are going to come out right. and say it because seventy-five dollars, you can get cigarettes and I can get some beer and I can go out to maybe take my wife out to dinner or something. So you're going to have people that are just going to be shills that are going to be answering this, and this data is going to be worse than we imagine, which it was going to be bad to begin with. Criminals buy guns illegally because they can't buy them legally, and they own them to commit legal acts with. That's everything. I can save you millions and millions of dollars, but man, how many people? Remember, he was making like three hundred a year, and his wife was making like one eighty a year. Right, right, right. So, but the grant money must be lightening up somewhere. So now they come up with this, where we can say this and that, and that, and this, and this, and that, and here we go. We'll bilk uh, the taxpayers out of more money, and you know, the end result is going to say we need more gun control even though they're buying these guns illegally we think that if we make it harder for legal people to buy legal guns there'll be less legal guns on the street that will be stolen and become illegal guns for these illegal people does that sound right and don't worry Ant, because if it if the if it doesn't show that that study that they all the money was spent on will never see the light of day or they'll just turn the graph upside down that's right <laughs> We are anyway. Anyway, I, I, I've had enough. Well, that's how much time do we have left? We are pretty much out of time. Right. Listen, Leonard instructor classes RSO BIT etc etc. August seventeenth and eighteenth, long range shooting class out to a thousand yards. Utah CCW Cherry Ridge June fifth. We got all of our urban classes, Drawing from Concealment, Atenzia, Pen and Knife Class, the 24th of this month. Get there. CPR, AED, May 3rd. Oh, and here we have May 4th, we have a hemorrhage control class. Sign up for that. And, of course, June 9th, Tony Simon will be in the house for the diversity shoot again. It's a Thursday night. Thank you all for your undying love and support, and uh, that's all I have to say. And let us know if you want to hear something about any, you know, thing of how to prepare for the shortages that are coming down the pike. Not if, but they are. 
And, well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available right now at the range, signed if Anthony is there. If he's not, he'll sign it anyway. Uh, we love you guys. We will see you again um, next week. God willing, Jesus Diaries and the Batteries hold out. I want to wish everybody a very happy Easter and a very happy Passover. And to the rest of you, a very happy Sunday. See you next week. Yeah. From sea to the shadow.